Hi, my beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily devotion. This particular episode will be slightly reminiscent of the episodes I have done previously. It has been a quite a while since I've actually conducted one of these uh, particular episodes, but I feel like it's so necessary because we have so much going on in so many different areas of our life. So I have taken the time to break down this particular episode into four, one, two, three, four different parts. Okay. And those parts are going to give us a lot of insight regarding what's happening in our life right now. This season, it is truly about rebirth. It is truly about transformation. And through all of the things that we have gone through and grown through and advanced and evolved through, there are, these are the aspects of our life that have taken some hits that we haven't quite been able to get ourselves grounded in. And this could be in any different way in all of our lives. Each of these particular sections of our life have been affected in some way, shape or form because we are in a massive transformative phase of our life. This entire year has been about change. Since it kicked off, it has been about change. And while we're fasting, while we're praying, while we're trying to be disciplined in our beliefs and our goals and what it is we think when we think we know God is doing in our life and what we know God is doing in our life, ultimately, there are still some areas of our life that we are still having to grapple with and trying to find a bit of uh, balance and solace to it because there is a lot that has happened that has inevitably affected everything in our life whether this be you having to move me personally I've moved I've become engaged I've had all of these uh, promotion within the same year I've been able to spearhead changes when it comes into my career I've been an advocate for people I've advocated for myself I've gone through and had to face adversity in my own relationship. So I understand that every different aspect of our lives have been impacted in ways that we're trying to find our ground in. And so this particular episode is not just going to be us talking about a daily devotion, which I will have the next episode will be about that. I'll read to you guys. We'll go through it. We'll talk about it. We'll do that. But this particular episode, I used to do these type of episodes often. um, And it, it for no reason why it stopped, it really hasn't stopped. It's just taking on a new lane, right? And so today I felt very heavily uh, that we needed to just because there's just so much that is happening in our life. There's a lot of intensity. And that's the best way to put it. There's just a lot intensity. And the intensity is overwhelming mentally, emotionally, it is draining physically, and it puts us in these places where we really do not know what to do next, or if we even have it in us to do anything at all, because it is heavy. And it could be something as small as trying to solidify a new routine because you're in a new place. It could be dealing with maintenance of your homes, your cars, your health, your relationships, you know, 
starting a new chapter with that could be starting a family that could be having a baby that could be new career moves that could be anything that you're having to deal with and it has affected you it has affected how you see the world how you view the world it could be you dealing with the ramifications of the ideological wars that are going on perhaps you're a military family such as I am and you're dealing with the transitions in that uh you're you're having to to grapple with the fact that you have so much responsibility on you to hold everything together because of the circumstances surrounding the world. It's a lot. And so this particular episode is going to give you a bit of clarity on what it is that you could be experiencing, but also what to look out for in areas of your life and how to navigate this for the next few weeks. Now, one thing I do know is that (laughs) So many things happen and they happen in a way that you don't always anticipate and you can't always prepare. But if you are aware of what it is that you are facing and encountering and dealing with, and it gives you a bit of a a, a starting point, at least. Now, what I will say is November has always signified death and rebirth. You know, in my personal life, it has been the mortar (laughs) for change on an emotionally deep level when it has come to my life. My father passed in November on the 23rd. So this year, Thanksgiving is on that day and I don't intend to do anything. I honestly am just tired. So I don't think I'll be around anybody on Thanksgiving. I will be home. So I feel as though that's something that... For me, I've become almost hypersensitive to because I always anticipate something is going to happen. And lo and behold, last year, I lost my uncle, right? Um, Same time, literally a week after my dad's anniversary of his passing. Okay. And then you turn around and boom. Okay. There's my grandfather's in the hospital. So something about this season, this life, this time of the year in my life affects the men in my life. And it really, 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 really torments me. So I know all too well about how to, uh, you know, you're not prepared for it, but because I've had so many hits in this area, in this time of season every year, it's almost like an anticipated wound. Um, and I it shouldn't feel like that, but it is. It is. And so I have to be very intentional in how I navigate through. And the hardest part about that is when you're dealing with things like this and you're dealing with changes and you're dealing with shifts and you're dealing with the emotional warfare that can happen in your life. Not many people understand the grief of that. Not many people understand the heaviness of that and life presumes and that irritates you because it's like listen I'm struggling here I done told y'all I'm I'm really going through something and you're gonna ask me about a fundraiser or you're gonna ask me about going on this trip or you're gonna ask me about something that's requiring me to be present or active when I'm telling you I am overwhelmed and exhausted emotionally mentally spiritually physically etc whatever it may be in your life so It's a lot of that and having to choose yourself and having to navigate through what that looks like and feels like for you. And it isn't always easy. It isn't always uh, roses and peaches. No, it doesn't always feel like you're gracious, but it is necessary for 
your journey ahead. And so one of the things that I know is that what we've been experiencing right now is intensity when it has come to communication, when it has come to our relationships, when it has come to authority, when it has come to beliefs, when it has come to finances, when it has come to health concerns, when it has come to family dynamics, when it has come to isolation, there's been intensity in so many different areas. And so we're in this space where we're having to really consciously make a decision on how we move forward. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. Okay, sometimes you may feel like you want to just go completely off. And trust me, you know, you are not alone. I understand. So here's the thing. These are some these are some this episode is supposed to help soothe that. Okay, like not going to fix your problems, not going to take away, but it's going to give you a bit of clarity and a bit of understanding and a breakdown and a breakthrough of what it is that you could be occur that could be occurring and what steps you could consciously take to help you in navigating through the discomfort, the uh, isolation, the disappointment, the fear, etc. and so on. Okay. Um, One thing we can continue to expect for the next few weeks will be upheaval when it comes to our lives in foundational spaces. So this is definitely affecting family dynamics, financial aspects, um, what you view as valuable, what you view as an asset versus a liability. What is it that you are wanting to feel? What are you wanting your home to feel like? What are you wanting your life to be like? What is it that you are wanting to experience in your day-to-day, moment-to-moment atmosphere that is going to give you peace? This is for some creating this new way of writing, uh, speaking, reading, what it is that you're taking the time to just read, taking the time to just, you know, watch a, a show that makes you feel good. Um, watching, you know, movies that make you feel the sense of nostalgia or happiness, listening to music that makes you feel good, listening to things that put you in this mood that makes you just really want to smile and puts joy back in your life. That is something that I know in the midst of the chaos sounds ridiculous and ludicrous, but it is such a powerful way to redirect your energy back on what it is you feel has really put you in this position in the first place, right? Um, Your intuition will be extremely heightened, which we have already been experiencing. So experience, expect your dreams to be intense as well. Expect you to be just walking down the street and you have an epiphany or something. Expect your prayers to get more intense. Expect your thought processes to be more in depth and more in a sense, very uh, out of this world, because there's just a lot that is going on. And your spirit and your mind are picking up on multiple different things at once. Okay, so expect that. Expect that. Um, Be cautious of aggression. I feel like that's something I need to say. Be cautious of aggression. Aggression, impatience, that's a normal. You're going to feel that, but we don't want to act on that. Okay, we want to be very mindful on how we're speaking to people, how we're driving. 
Okay, if you're wanting to travel, this may be a better time for you to do so, maybe short trips or and that could be a strain as well. Like, how can I even afford that? Or I thought I would want to go. I really wanted to go, but it's stretching my finances. But you find that you're creating a way and there's a way that's coming that's making it possible for you to be able to do so. And so I feel like um, that's the ultimate goal of it all that's the piece of it all you know um knowing that you're supported and then utilizing that time to actually fill yourself back up don't worry about other people don't worry about taking care of people don't worry about pouring into people don't worry about being that vessel that's used to replenish around you use the energy around you to replenish yourself have a purpose with whatever it is you're doing. And that is going to be monumental in navigating whatever it is that we're dealing with. So let's get into what is happening in certain areas of our lives and how we can um, proceed and navigate through the different things that we're experiencing. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to speak about is relationships. Relationships have been a huge huge factor this year whether you have ended a relationship started a new relationship changed certain aspects of your relationship expanded things in your relationship um you're in a bit of a conflict right now in your relationship whatever it is relationships 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 and i'm speaking about platonic intimate relationships, right? Not just relationship with business partners. And this could be a factor as well, but relationships in itself, in its entirely have been extremely overwhelming. Um, There have been a lot of unexpected shifts and turns in our relationships. We have had to battle with, in some cases, distance, uh, isolation, uh, lack of communication, or not good enough communication, not feeling very safe to be able to communicate certain aspects or things, emotionally feeling uh, in a deficit physically. Intimacy has been affected. You may feel like this person doesn't understand your love language. This person doesn't even try to understand your love language. This person doesn't even do what I would like them to do to be the person that they need to be to be in my life or vice versa. There's just so much that we have on our shoulders when it comes to navigating through these relationships. And so through the, the, the changes and the shifts and the aggression and um, the distance and the discord and the love and the passion and the intensity of it all, there are some areas that we would need to focus on. Okay, there are some things that we can do better. There's some things that we can hold our partners accountable for doing better. Um, the, the dynamics and shifting of the relationships literally takes more than one person to do so. So if it's two people in a relationship, that means both of you would need to come together on a even playing field and really think about, speak about and act upon what you need to make it work and sustainable because we can't be one doing it all, all the time. The other benefiting from that or giving bare minimum. There has to be a balance. And you first have to also understand what are the weaknesses and strengths of our relationships when we stop expecting 
that our partners and our friends and anyone we're in these relationships with automatically understand, automatically know, and automatically should have it down packed on how they should treat us, what we're needing them to do, what we're needing them to say, how we're needing them to show up or back off, whatever. When we stop looking at it like that and always look at it as an opportunity to show up in a different way that is more clear, that does provide more clarity, that does provide different a, a, a different outlook on whatever the circumstance situation is that we are afflicted by or inflicting upon each other. This is about perspective. This is not about emotion, even though emotions are very intense and emotions are definitely a part of a relationship. But this is about looking at it from a very intellectually heart driven space, not just through the mind, not only through the heart, but a blend, right? We're having to really think about it and apply, but also not make decisions that aren't heartfelt. So that takes a skill that a lot of people when they get in relationships don't have. And so your duty could be either teaching someone to do that or being taught. And your partner is your mirror to that. Your partner is the person who will either trigger you to the point to where you're forced to understand it and learn it or run away from it, or you'll trigger that into them. And that happens through conflict, that happens through affliction, that happens through tough conversations, that happens through not being able to be who you've always been under this shield and mask of that's just who I am. Okay, so when we think about relationships, what are our focus points, right? What is it that we're focusing on? This is going to require you first to look at it from a total picture. Is this where you want to be? Is this what you're wanting? Is this what you're needing? Is this good for you? Is it good for the other person? Does it provide the sustenance that it needs to in order for you to really thrive and grow? And I always say, and I say this for a woman, but I also say this for a man as well, but particularly because I'm a woman. When a woman is loved deeply and correctly, right? Not correctly based on societal standards, correctly based on what she needs to be loved. She flourishes differently. She walks differently. She smiles differently. Her aura is different. Her, you know, her essence is different because of what's being fertilized and what's being nurtured and what's being poured in to her. Therefore, she gives better. She becomes better. She expands and grows better. And vice versa, right? When you respect and you pour into and you're honored by and you value your the person you're with, your your man in my case, they have a different type of confidence. They are able to speak with a different type of authority. They uh, become even more alluring to other people because they they look like they're happy. They look like they're at peace. They look like, you know, what someone would want. OK, um, that's the same thing in our relationships. You have to look at it from a very intimate way. Is this what I really want? Is this what I really need? And is this person capable of giving it to me? OK, and understanding that everything changes, 
there's ebbs and flows, there's different cycles, there's different opportunities to learn, grow, expand, discord, start over in your relationship. So you have to remain present. You have to be able to keep that level of communication, to keep that level of spontaneity, to keep that level of honesty, integrity, honor in your relationship. It's sacred. So if you don't have that down pack, you won't know. And it won't work because there's no foundation set. So first thing first is identifying what your focus points are for your relationship. What do you want? Is this what it is? Does this bring you happiness? Does it bring you joy? Does it bring you peace? Does it give you the sense of excitement and alluring effect of positivity, joy and all of that? Does it? And do you have what it takes to sustain it or pour into it as well? Now, areas of concern. Areas of concern in our relationships have been (sighs) deceit. It has been disappointment. It has been dishonesty. It has been mistruths. It has been distance. It has been lack of fulfillment. It has been um, lack of intimacy, right? It has been um, lack of sovereignty in a lot of ways because there hasn't been enough vacillation or decisiveness when it has come to what it is that we're doing, what it is that we want, what it is that we're creating, what it is that we're building. Okay, so we haven't been able to get beyond the initial stage because There's no trust. There's no real commitment. There's no real uh, confidence in what this union should represent. Right. Whether that be in a regular relationship, a dating relationship, a a marriage, a, a courtship, whatever it is, it isn't if it isn't built on solid foundation that contributes to the betterment of both individuals and it doesn't consist of the pillars of what a foundation requires which is not limited to but has a big part of honesty trust integrity communication respect right love passion those things are needed affirmation is needed appreciation is needed honor is required Okay, honesty. Those are things that are needed in a relationship for it to thrive. And if you don't have that, then your relationship won't thrive. And that's why so many of us have it. I'm saying us because we're all in this together, but we're all in this space trying to figure out where we are and what we want and what we need. And it's hard to do so when you're just not sure because the foundation isn't set. So first things first is the focus point what are you focusing on in this relationship what is the overall what does that look like what does that require the second part is going to be the areas of concern which is what I just mentioned addressing those things figuring out what your area of concern is in your relationship is it abuse is it 
uh, neglect? Is it abandonment? Is it feeling overwhelmed? Is it feeling controlled? Is it feeling like you can't trust the person? Is it lack of financial support? Is it lack of desire? What is it? And when you get to that, then you can create something new and work from that part. But you first have to address the undercurrent. And that undercurrent is what is needing to be uprooted so that you can get to that next level and that next space that you're urging yourself or wanting and really desiring to get to. When we speak about the next point is steps to resolve. What can I do? Okay, what can I do to make this relationship thrive? What can I do to restructure this relationship in a way that doesn't make me feel like I'm overwhelmed or I'm underwhelmed or I feel like it's best to walk away? Well, first of all, you need to understand what it is that you're trying to run away from, what it is that you are trying to build, who it is that you're really trying to build this with, who is this person? Who are they beyond the lens you want to see them through? Who are they? Right. What are you committing to and what have they decided to commit to? And does that align? So committing to getting through whatever has caused this affliction, whatever has caused this distance, whatever has caused this mistrust and this feeling of inadequacy or insecurity or distance in in general. What is it? What has that been now? Once you identify that, it's about committing to getting through that. After I've acknowledged it, now I have to address it. And now I have to provide action steps so that we can get through this. And this is going to require commitment on both parts. This is both deciding this is worth salvaging to the point of committing myself, hopefully, to this beyond the aesthetic of it, beyond the look of it really being able and willing to do the work that is going to be required in building a solid foundation to recover from the past. Okay, this means getting your spiritual life in order. What is it that your beliefs are? What is it that you have that holds you accountable? What gives you hope? What gives you that foundation? What gives you that support, etc. So on. Da, 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 da. You have to have that and you have to be in alignment with that so that you're able to really move forward and get to the ultimate goal, which is the happiness. It is the joy. It is the prosperity. Is it the having it work out, but there has to be that conversation and not just talking about it. It has to be action, right? Commitment. Um, what is the desired outcome? Well, of course, the des- desired outcome for our relationships after everything we've been through this year would be action, right? Moving forward, succeeding, new beginnings, possibilities, you know, opportunities of everything that we've desired coming into fruition or at least being at the beginning stages of it coming into fruition so that by spring we're sitting in a new life. You know, that's what we want. And we have six months. OK, so within this six months, Whatever seed you're sowing within this next couple weeks, that's what you're going to be seeing coming up into fruition. And if that is rebuilding, re-strategizing, restructuring and recommencing where it is, there will have been discord and disconnect or you choosing another path. Regardless, it is to make you better, to get you on a better playing field, to get you in a better position so that you really are hopefully soulfully invested in where it is you're headed in the future ultimately when it comes to relationships okay 
Um, what is it that you may be believing God for? That's something you're going to have to decide. Most times, and I'll speak as me, what we're looking for and needing and believing God for is a massive turnaround, rebirth, transformation, ending of an old chapter cycle, completely discarding all of that that it came with and starting new. Right. Moving out of this energy of loneliness and destitution and loss and poor health and poor uh, romanticism. Like we want to move out of this energy of not being really happy beyond the smiles, beyond the um, the tolerance. We want to be really invested, really happy and experience the bliss and euphoric energy that comes from a real, real rooted relationships. OK, that's what we want. That's the ultimate goal. So for you is deciding what that is for you. Okay. What is that for you? And then you move from there. Okay. The next area that we have been affected by this year has been finances, career. Okay. Assets. (laughs) And my advice for this particular session before I get into the focus point is going to be Don't allow what you've done in the past or what someone else has told you is normal in the past or the lack of knowledge you may have had in the past regarding finances or your career choices or moves to be the catalyst that keeps you stuck. Okay, we we have to decide what do you want? What do you believe about financial wealth? What do you believe about stability? What do you believe about what's assets and what's liabilities? What do you believe about what it is you're trying to do when it comes to growth, evolution and expansion in, in your life when it comes to finances? Okay, not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to be. And anyone who tells you, oh, but you don't want to work for nobody. First of all, newsflash, if you haven't figured out about it yet, working for people as an entrepreneur is more exhausting, more mentally taxing than working for a corporation. Okay, because as an entrepreneur, you have to worry about all of it, the insurance, Okay, you're not only doing this because you're passionate about it and because you love it, but now it is your livelihood. If you don't succeed, your life goes into shambles because it depends. The success of whatever it is that you're out here doing as an entrepreneur is what is going to fuel your livelihood. Your bills are not going to get paid if it's not successful. Okay, so it becomes more in some cases, if you're not really prepared and structured for it, it can become a burden and then you don't love it anymore. So that's the very reason for a lot of reasons why me personally, um, my nonprofit I've had for almost 20 years and I love it, love it, love it. I love it. But I love that I get to do it on my terms. I love that I get to pour into, so into, do it how I want to do it um, my way. And it, It's not me selling anybody anything. It's not me pushing anything down anybody's throat. And I've been successful. And I could, if I decided to do that 
as I would never though, because I actually enjoy growth in corporate. I actually enjoy expanding myself in that way. It teaches me a lot about business as well, but also it allows me to bring my business into that atmosphere, pouring into people, investing in people. You know, that's something that I love to do in in whatever arena I'm in. And so when it comes to you and your beliefs, you have to really think about what it is that means something to you. Where is it that you really, really, really are wanting to make changes when it comes to your foundation financially? Now, let's think about focus points. Your focus points for your financial health is what? Of course, abundance. We all want that. Roll in the money. Bring me the money. I don't want to have to ask for nothing. I don't want to have to want for nothing. I don't want nobody to think I'm not going to pay it on time. I just need all the money to come to me, right? We all want that. But what happens is with our focus points, that is the ultimate goal, but we tend to lack balance. We tend to lack knowing how to manage what we are blessed with or what we worked hard for. Okay. So we give it all away. Okay. We're juggling it. We're throwing it away. We're wasteful. We're doing whatever we, whatever. And then we want more. One thing I've learned about God is that he'll give you a lot. He'll give you a seed that's extremely potent. But if you lack the diligence and discipline required to Make sure that seed is watered. Make sure that seed is fertilized correctly, has enough sunlight tended to. Then it not growing isn't because you don't have the the seed. It's because you're not doing your part. So when it comes to the finances and the focus point, this is also about becoming more obedient and disciplined when it comes to budgeting, when it comes to sacrificing, when it comes to having a balancing act between leisure and actual um, necessities. Okay. So that is a big deal when it comes to our finances. It's not that you don't make enough. It's that you don't know how to balance what you have because you still are living out of your means. Meaning I go out to eat three to four times a week and each time it's about 80 to hundred dollars. Now, if you know that your finances are not where you want them to be, then why are you going two to three to four times a week out 80 to 100 times every time you step out the door. And now you're talking about you don't have enough money. It's not the money that's the problem. It's you. It's your discipline. It's you being able to really pay attention to what's going out and versus what's coming in. So this is a restructuring that's needing to happen in the finances. And it has been a lot. In the last month alone, I've had to spend 7K almost for this move for moving into this home, closing out different chapters of the old one. It's just a lot. So financially, had I not been disciplined and hard firm, I don't know if this would have been possible. So it 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 pushes you to be responsible in areas you probably didn't have to worry and think about before, but it's a necessity that you do now if you're trying to get to that place of stability and growth that you're wanting. Okay, now, Your areas of concern, your areas are of concern again is lack. It's not having enough. It's feeling like you're, you know, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul or you have one foot out the door, one foot in the door and you're still a dollar short. It's that type of energy. Change the way you view finances. Change the way you're looking at 
the outcome of it. And trust me, once you start changing your perspective and you start doing things a little bit differently, you will be more stable when it comes to your finances. Okay. The next one is steps to resolve. What are some steps that you can resolve? Evaluation, looking at all of your options, consolidating things, letting go of things, cutting off things that need to be. Why do you need all these subscriptions? Why do you need to pay all these different extra little bitty $20, $10, $3, $4, $7 things here, there and there? You don't have to. This is about the restructuring of your mentality when it comes to your financial health. This is about you deciding what needs to stay, what needs to go, what's imperative, what is not, what's needed, what is not. All of those things are what creates um, a better atmosphere for you to thrive in. Okay. Now, what is your outcome? Once you make these decisions, when it comes to finances, what is the outcome? Well, obviously your outcome is options, options, everything working out in your favor, having the options you need to make sure that you are able to stay afloat and grow. You're not just living check to check or moment to moment or, or uh, sale after sale. You're literally able to put some money away in a side to build towards where it is that you're wanting. If you're wanting to redecorate, if you're wanting to take a trip, if you're wanting this new um, um, outfit or hairdo or you want to buy someone this or you're wanting to implement this, you'll have the financial welfare to do so. But also you'll have the financial intelligence to know what's a necessity versus a leisure and how to actually balance it out so that you can have what it is that you want. So the outcome is everything working out in your favor the way it needs to work out in your favor so that you are supported in your journey on your financial growth. Okay, and then knowing your value, knowing your worth, being able to make the decisions that are good for you. Is this career path lucrative for you? Is it both fulfilling and paying your bills and sustaining you? Is it something you can see yourself doing if you remained at this amount for the next year or two or three? This is about being honest about your skills versus your wants, because some people may want more money, but what does your skill set say? And what what are you doing to evolve in that? Right. Um, I used to have a lot of people look at me because I'm young. I'm, I'm younger than most. I'm 39. But being in corporate over 20 years, people are like, how are you in corporate over 20 years? I was graced with the blessing of having leaders and mentors who actually pushed me in corporate at 17, 18 years old. OK, so I'm in corporate. I'm growing. I'm learning. I started at collections and went up to leadership. It took me years to get there, but it was growth. It was evolution. It was knowledge. It was resources. It was all of these connections that I built along the way that helped me to sustain to grow, to evolve and to expand how I saw business and corporate and relationships and legalities and compliance and ethics and everything. So my quantification right, of my qualifications exceeds my age group. Not saying that you be 39, you're supposed to have all of it. I'm not saying all of that. I'm just saying if you have to quantify your qualifications, what does it say about you? Beyond the basic skill set of what people put on a resume, uh, communication skills, Excel, uh, the systems that you know how to use or, you know, all of that. The basic, basic thing, negotiating skills, you know, the things that people look up on Google and put on the application in their resume. I'm speaking about the real skill set. Right. 
the specifics in your qualifications. How do you quantify that? And that is what gets you the options. That is what advocates on your behalf. Even when you are opening your mouth trying to advocate for yourself and it's not penetrating, when you slide those credentials across the table, it does. I'm not speaking about any type of degrees and all of that because I have superseded many people who have multiple different degrees, but it is the skill sets. It is the, um, again, it is the quantification of your qualification that gets you where it is that you're trying to go. Okay. Now the overall of what it is that you're believing God for when it comes to your finances. Well, we already know that we're praying for an overflow. We're praying for an abundance of, we're praying for all of these things, right? But the ultimate thing is what you're praying for God for is clarity. You should be praying for God, believing God for clarity, understanding peace, reconciliation when it comes to your behaviors, past ways of how you've handled finances and lack of understanding and lack of will and lack of all of those things. It's coming to this conclusion of receiving what it is that you deserve because you have put your best foot forward and you've applied yourself and you've positioned yourself to be ready to receive. That is what we're praying and believing for. So we're praying for a huge turnaround when it comes to finances, when it comes to um, the evolution and growth of who we are becoming and what we're doing when it comes to financial health. But we're also wanting to get beyond the past, the habits, the behaviors, the, uh, you know, environmental influences that have caused us to be held back based on what we thought was normal based on how we saw everyone else living. Okay. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into health, 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 health. We have health and then we have the last one is the overall. Okay. So with health, our focus point, of course, talk less, feel more. Okay. Get your body moving. Please get your body moving. Get out of your head. Some people stay in their head and it really causes them a lot more harm than good because they're going in circles with themselves. So this is about getting out of my head, trusting that it's all going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. Everything works out for you. Everything is working in your favor. God is in control. Every step you take is ordered. Everything you are wanting and desiring wants and desires you. This is the energy, right? When it comes to your health, this is about focusing on the ultimate goal, which is being healthy. Okay. If you're on medications, how can I get off of these medications? How can I maintain my health without having to get on medications? Being more preventative opposed to reactive once you've diagnosed. So this is about deciding I'm going to eat more nutritionists. I'm going to cook more than go out and buy. I'm going to be more conscious of what it is I'm eating. I'm going to be more conscious of what time I'm eating. What foods make me feel like this? What medications make me feel like this? Being more aware of my body, being more aware of when my body feels off, being more aware of when something doesn't feel like it's really, um, Uh, sitting well with me being one with you is going to create an atmosphere of healing within you moving your body moving into a new place or a new atmosphere that feels better for your spirit are you in an in, in an environment that is always stimulated there's a lot going on there's a lot of moving a lot of moving parts constantly your internal uh sensors are in overload because everything 
is always on go. So this is about understanding what you're needing on a health aspect, not just your physical health, not just when it comes to um, making sure your financial health is good. But I'm speaking about mental health. I'm speaking about your emotional health, spiritual health, purging yourself, clearing yourself of any blockages that you may have, any restrictions, any beliefs that have done more harm than good, any type of behaviors, any routines that have been more neglectful than it has been um, in sustaining or pouring into you for better. This is all about you getting in a better space with yourself so that you're able to really be in a position to thrive because I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how good your relationships and all of that may appear to be. If you're not in the best health, mental, physically, uh, spiritually, and emotionally, then none of that will survive because it cannot thrive in an environment that operates on a deficit. So you need to be sure that you're pouring into yourself, that you're investing in yourself, that you're loving yourself, you're caring for yourself, you're maintaining yourself and you have things around you that pour into you as well. Now, what are some areas of concern? Well, naturally, areas of concern could be not being able to enjoy myself, not being able to experience the epitome of happiness and the euphoric energy of life because I am tired. I'm exhausted. I'm anxious. I'm aggravated. I don't have enough money. I don't have the time. I don't have the fruitful friendships. I don't have the good relationship. I'm in a very, very toxic energy. So that is the area of concern. If that is where you are reevaluating your friendships, reevaluating your health routines, reevaluating your mental capacity and your bandwidth and your emotional clearing that needs to take place when it comes to who you are becoming what it is you're doing where it is you are right where you are right now this is a very full on uh, attentive assignment that you're going to have to have when it comes to you okay what are the steps you need to take to Resolve. Well, steps you need to take to resolve is to release. You need to let some stuff go. There's some things that are holding you back emotionally or some things that are holding you back mentally. There are some things that are holding you back when it comes to your physical well-being, spiritual well-being. You need to let it go. You can cry about it. You can be sad about it. Old behaviors, bad habits, stagnant routines. Um, You need to let those things go. People who you know, it's not speaking life into you. You're not speaking life into you. Everything you speak is pessimistic and negative. You need to redirect your energy. So there are some things on an emotional level that you may need to do that are going to release that energy that is causing you so much affliction internally. Okay, so this is letting go of the past, letting go of the fear, letting go of the things that cause you to feel like you're always on defense, the things that make you angry, the things that make you feel whatever, 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 letting those things go so that you can actually stand in a more solid space and build something that is more thoughtful, that is more healing, that is more creative, that gives you this sense of peace, that gives you joy, that makes you feel liberated, that makes you feel loved and poured into and flourish. Okay. And your outcome from doing that would definitely be unity. 
unity, unity, unity with self, unity relationships, unity when it comes to love, unity when it comes to everything in your life, because you are in a better space. When you're in a better space, everything works out. When you're in a better space, everything is seen as great when you are in a better space. So this is going to create an atmosphere of hope, positivity, joy, turnaround, massive restructuring, rebirth, all of that for you. But you're going to have to let some things go. What is it that you're believing God for? Well, we're believing God for a complete turnaround, of course, but we're also believing God for it all working out. Right. We're believing that everything that's happening in our health, we are going to have to be patient because a lot of these things are going to take time, which means we're going to have to do something every single day. Sometimes every moment of the day, actively speaking life into ourselves, actively speaking positivity, actively pouring into ourselves, actively choosing peace, actively choosing to eat things that are better for us, actively uh, being in a vibration that's higher than we may feel at the moment, just so that we can speak that into existence, whatever it may be. That's what we're going to have to do so that we can see the tables turn. And that's when you start attracting that of which you're giving out. So that's what our outcome is. That's what we're believing God for a complete turnaround that we actually get what it is that we're receiving, not running from the shadows of that, not running from the fact that we got things we got to work on, not running from the fact that we're not exactly where we want to be, but we're choosing to actively walk, talk and breathe as if we know it is so. Okay. And it is. There you go. Now, the last part, I know this episode is pretty much longer than than most of the episodes I try to do, but this is the last thing. Okay. New beginnings. Okay. New, new, new beginnings. How do we get there? How do we get to the new beginnings that we are actively wanting, praying for, hoping comes into fruition? How do we get there? Well, first of all, temper your emotion. Okay. Emotions are real. You can feel what you feel. No one's saying you, you shouldn't feel what you feel, but don't allow that to be what is the catalyst for how you move in every area of your life. Okay, this is also about spirituality. This is also about being practical. This is also about knowing that the steps you are taking are actually getting you to where it is you're wanting and needing to go. Focus uh, focus points for that would be, of course, the overall focus point is love, feeling like I am loved. I have love. I am committed to love. I love myself. I, I exude love. Everything around me is in unison because it is just as beautiful as I feel inside. Right. That is what we want. But in order to have that, we have to address the areas that are of concern that may be affecting the overall prosperity that is in alignment with us, right? And that is the shakeups. We can't avoid the shakeups. We cannot run from the changes that we want to run from. We cannot run from the things that are causing us to be uneasy. We cannot run from it. We cannot run from the confusion, the chaos, the disappointments, the things that make us feel like we're not enough. We're not good enough. We're not in a good space. We don't have everything we need. We're lacking in some areas. We can't run from the the, the reality of life happening. But one thing we can do is learn to value what it is showing and teaching us. What is this discord showing me about myself? What is this disappointment showing me about myself? What is it showing me that I need to be more aware of? What is it showing me that I need to clear? 
Okay, what is it showing me about how I handle conflict? What is it showing me about the ways I need to evolve and I need to grow? This is about choosing to see how you are your anchor in every situation you enter into. That means it's not about blaming someone or something else. It's about choosing to be accountable for the part I've allowed myself to play or the part that I'm contributing to when it is I'm involved in something that is uncomfortable for me or when something happens unexpectedly, how do I handle that? Okay, because naturally, when things happen off kilter, you are going to be emotionally all over the place because it shakes you up. And that's a natural response. But how do you tamper that? What do you do with that emotion? How do you or when do you become aware of you projecting that onto someone or something else? Okay, so this is about becoming aware of that. Your areas of concern should be how you handle the discord and the disruptions that occur into your life, because not everything that's happening is to cause harm. A lot of it is to also bring balance, create an equilibrium that provides you an opportunity for growth, provides you to expand, provides you to see things deeper and, and differently. Okay. How do you resolve? How do you get to a place where you can resolve that? Well, I just said it. It's, acknowledging your part and also sometimes it's not your part it's just acknowledging that you haven't even grieved over what has happened what you've lost and had to walk walk away from sometimes you haven't even dealt with it sometimes you haven't even faced it you haven't accepted it you haven't you, you just chose to act as though it didn't happen to you and you keep going and you keep going until you can't anymore so this is just not allowing yourself to remain in this avoidant energy of it ain't it, it didn't happen or staying stuck in it. And you're so sorrowful because it hurts you so bad. This is about immediately choosing how you handle the conflict or the, the confusion that has created this upheaval in your life. Good, bad or indifferent. How do you handle the joy? Right. How do you expand or share the joy? How do you become one with who you're becoming and where you are and what you want and what you love and what you don't? OK, that is how you resolve anything that's stagnant or causing disruption in the ultimate prosperity you're aiming for. OK, not being detached, not being cold, not being violent, not being mean, not being rude, not being disrespectful, but allow not even to yourself, not even to yourself, but allowing what is happening to teach you something to grow you and expand you. And the outcome of that is obviously going to be progression working through the anxiety, working out of your control issues, moving forward, getting out of this space of triggered conflict, getting out of this space of disharmony within yourself, moving past the discomfort so that you can really expand into a new space. Okay. And what are you believing God for? We're believing God for prosperity, for prosperity, for healing, for renewal when it comes to our relationships and our love lives and our finances and our homes and creating new routines and creating a new structure and creating a new space 
where we're aware of everything that's happened. We're aware of the things that have caused us grief. We're aware of the discord and the dysfunction, but we're not allowing it to be who we are and where we remain. Okay, so this is it, y'all. This is these are the areas that I wanted to discuss with us. And I wanted to give us some insight and help us as we're navigating through because it has been a lot going on and it has been a lot of shifts. And we have been in this very uncomfortable energy because we don't quite know how to deal when the when when the hits come back to back to back to back to back. And I get you. Trust me, you're not alone. So I hope that this episode gave you some peace, gave you some clarity, helped you as you're navigating through and you're coming out on top because you are. Um, Tomorrow's episode will definitely be our daily devotion. We'll, you know, read from our daily mercies. I'll give you your daily uh, little love note and we will go from there. Okay. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Please be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. I look forward to us ending this year with a bang, us having an incredible next four weeks. We're going to be walking, talking, breathing, speaking life into these areas of our life and believing that it's all going to be for the greater good. There's some beautiful things that are happening. There are some amazing things that are unfolding. And truth be told, we deserve it. Okay. All right. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Until our next episode. Bye.